Wait, welcome to the X Podcast. I am here with my friends, Morgan, Tim. Hey. How we doing? Hello, hello. You both, I don't know when this is going to come out, but you both have a post-Memorial Day glow. Oh, mm. you, you, you. You have bronze-like an Egyptian god and goddess, like mm. just, you know, just tan. What'd yeah. you do? Did you have fun? Oh, yeah. We were at the pool, cooking out. Actually, we had a crack. I like how you almost sang the word pool. I know. The pool. Glorious. I love it. Mm. It's exciting. I saw you. I was Summer. at a pool too. Had a little pool party, there. and you were there as well. So oh, there, you yeah. did twenty-seven cannonballs. Mm, did I really? In the castle's Seven. pool. That was fun to watch. Yeah, you have to know by now. Whenever he talks, he's usually <laughs> either <laughs> lying or maybe yeah. not. Uh, Man, so it's hard to tell. Take it's that a, for what's worth. All so I have listeners, and I actually viewers. didn't do any cannonballs. You didn't. No. no, you just, just kind of. I just floated around, laid, the pool, out, laid out, showed off the new muscles and. I understand. What new muscles? New Listen muscles? to some Harry Styles and just uh, let the wind uh, blow through the breeze. Um, okay. So today. <laughs> we're already off track. <laughs> we're already oh. off track. Um, <laughs> it, this opening line needs a fresh new uh, rendition, but there's a lot going on in the world. Oh, my God. Um, you know, the, the dark side, again, I'm not sure when, when this will air, but we just did uh, a podcast talking about, you know, the tragedy in Uvalde. Mm-hmm. And um, on the tales of that, uh, since that shooting, there's been over 15, not yeah, one or two more. That it was 15 yeah. more mass shootings. Was, 12 was alone on Memorial, Memorial Day, Day weekend. <gasps> 12, at least 12 mass shootings yeah. through Memorial Day weekend. That seems like a lot, like more than normal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that more normal? I would say so. Would yeah. it? I mean, there's, based on how many there are yearly, yeah. that seems like extremely high. I mean, we have a lot, but yeah. that does seem even more, more than yeah. than typical. It's crazy. Um, so so much, and um, you know, the feedback from from our uh, last episode so far has been really good. We still would love to hear more people's thoughts. So just we we, yeah. so we say this usually at the end, but email us. We, so much going on. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear how you're processing, even what you agree and disagree with. Mm-hmm. How we're processing. At podcast at the X church, but there, speaking of controversy, um, has been something really big that's been brewing and it's been talked about over the last month, month and a half, and uh, we we've just been looking for the right moment and approach to be able to have a conversation about it. And we're not gonna. Um, uh, Tim is struggling with his mic. Sorry. Um, <laughs> We're, uh, <laughs> I mean, distract you. Yeah, from that real serious moment. Yeah, very. I was having problems. Yes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, lo- I mean, long story short. There was, we brushed by it. A few we talked ago. about it when it first came but, out when there was a leak. Yes, but there was an unprecedented leak about an unprecedented decision, potential mm-hmm. overturning of Roe v. Wade. Yeah, by the Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court. Yes. Yes. Um, and so we're going to have a conversation about it. I uh, want to throw out a few just, a few just uh, qualifiers. Uh, number one, we know so many polarizing topics over the last few years. Yeah. And this this may be at the top. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's a really really contentious issue, and you know I feel like a, a large chunk of the country right now looks at this as one of the highest moral victories we've had in the last half century mm-hmm. um, of what they look at as the potential ending of uh, a modern day genocide, yeah. and and the protecting of the unborn. And could there be anything more important than that? Mm-hmm. And then another large chunk of our society, perhaps even more, look at this as one of the greatest, most dangerous blows uh, to, to rights for women. 
right. yeah. and taking us back 27 steps um, in uh, taking away women's right and that women have a reason right now to be afraid and to be angry. And so it, there is a deep divide. That, that's qualifier one as we understand that. And, mm-hmm. and, and the truth is, even though in this podcast and other qualifiers, we, the three of us, mm-hmm. cards on the table, are followers of Jesus who work at a church yes. and we're in a faith context. We also approach these conversations with the understanding of the assumption that people listening in, watching in, are on both of those camps and in between. Right. Right. And so people are going to be watching in from all, and, and so we try to make space in the conversation mm-hmm. for wherever somebody's coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then one last qualifier, because there's a lot to this, before we just kind of just process, and none of us are experts on this, but we're just processing, um, is... This deeply political issue is really a deeply personal issue. Yeah. And there are going to be people probably watching and listening. And I, I have several women in my life that have walked through the pain of an abortion. Right. Um, one of them would say she's deeply repentant and, and there's a, a redemption story. Another one would say there's shame involved, but she's conflicted when she mm-hmm. looks back. And, and so I'm sure there's people watching that have been through the pain. And so our posture towards whoever's listening, whatever they believe, whatever they've been through, whatever they've walked through is always a posture of love and grace and mm-hmm. God's love right. that can reach them no matter what they've been through, walked yes. through. With all that said, mm-hmm. um, I want to talk, there's layers to this. There's the constitutional layer. Um, there's the, the, the practical ramifications mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. if this is, turns out to be a done deal. And then of course, there's all the moral and spiritual pro-life, pro-choice. But First off, uh, I just want to get y'all's first impressions of what happened. I mean, first, like, I mean, when you heard the news, were you shocked? What did you first think? What went through your mind? I was very surprised that that it was being considered, especially Mm -hmm. under, um, I guess, a more liberal government that we're under right now. So it was very surprising. Liberal as far as? As far as uh, President Biden, Mm -hmm. I would say. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Does he, that makes sense. Well, because the yeah. Supreme, Supreme Court, Court is then right. a conservative, has a conservative oh. bench. There's more yeah. conservative yeah. judges. Okay, so then that does Donald Trump sense. put two of them into mm-hmm. office. One of them at the very end yep. that, that that swung the. Okay. To the so we actually have a more conservative Supreme Court. Right. Well, then that's the rest of sense. it though has been is a more liberal government. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Surprising that it's even being talked about. Yeah. I didn't know that it was even being discussed. Me neither. We kind of thought it was a done deal. But it's kind of been a done deal for how long? 50 years? Since 1973. I mean, almost. Yeah. 50 years? Yeah. I'd say I was shocked because I never thought this would happen. No. Like, I mean, my entire life, this has been, you know, that it has been a a legal Mm -hmm. thing from a national level. And we were just talking about this, too. I think understanding what this means. Right. This, This is the Supreme Court overturning a federal a national level yes. law or constitutional right. Right. Then what you said? Yes. Constitutional right, which just means then it resorts down to the states. Right. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't, depending on where you live, this may not change anything. And right. I think may, it likely won't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, think it needs well, to, I think a couple things need to be clarified. Number, number one is that um, it's, it's not a done deal. It's, it's a probable right. deal. It's not a done yeah. deal. And, and number two, in this, you know, people that are extremely pro-choice, this, this is not a comfort, I understand, but... If, if for accuracy's sake, at a purely constitutional level, this is not the Supreme Court 
siding against abortion right. or against the right to abortion. Right. This is from a purely constitutional <laughs> level them saying, no, we're putting that decision in the hands Back of the states the state. yeah. and we'll let democracy run its course. Right. That's really, yeah. that's what's happening. So it right. may not change depending on what state you live yeah. in. Like it may still be legal, right? So, it could be illegal. It'd probably be about half and half. I, I have some fun facts for you. Yeah. Okay. So um, if this happens, if it gets overturned uh, in the state of Alaska, you will still be able to have an abortion, a legal abortion up until the moment of birth. Wow. However, hmm. in the state of Tennessee, um, that life will be protected from the moment of conception. Well, so, so that's, the, that's the span. Wow. Yes. That's the span. States on each side. I, I, wow. It is. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked and not shocked. I thought Alaska I, was more conservative. Does Google lie? Yeah. I mean, Google doesn't lie. <laughs> no, I actually, Wikipedia. I actually, I actually <laughs> think they're not. The, yeah. The, um, Maybe I'm thinking Sarah Palin. One, and I've, no, I've put the yeah, whole state Sarah under Palin Sarah Palin as a governor, but... One of the um, one of the in a previous one we were talking about the um, that uh, law the 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 gun legislation law that was uh, put in effect after Sandy Hook or where they were put to vote. Mm -hmm. One of the five uh, Democrat leaders that voted down was someone from Alaska, mm. but I didn't even realize that they had Democratic. Uh, they were they mostly had Democrat led people in Congress. Yeah. Now, I, I, I agree. I was like thinking the same thing, but it's, I, I tell you what, it's really hard for me. Um, I think there's a, a lot of nuance to this conversation if you remove faith from it. Let's just yeah. remove mm -hmm. the real strong conservative bent that is there to protect life because, and coming from a faith perspective, because we believe that life is intrinsically valuable because mm -hmm. we are made in the image of God. Right. And there's something different about uh, human life than maybe other species, at least yes. that's how some would see it, that there's, mm -hmm. there's something that is just, um, that is to be protected. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, it is interesting. We, you know, again, I don't want to get into the, uh, the, I want to say not irony, but the, the whole thing about the gun control and that, cause we talked about that mm -hmm. in, in other ones, but I mean, we've made it really hard that you cannot end someone's life at the end of it. Mm -hmm. um, like as in, um, uh, what's the euthanasia. term? Euthanasia mm -hmm. and things like that. Like it's really hard, even in this country, you can't get doctors to legally do that. Mm -hmm. um, it has to run its course. And so you can see that stamp on it, even at the yeah. end of life. Mm -hmm. And I think if we, if we, I understand that perspective and maybe a perspective I come from and you come from, but I want to remove that for mm -hmm. a moment in conversation. I think just alone, like you said, the state's approaches, the different states' approach to this really just highlights the complexity of when does a fetus become mm -hmm. a life, right. a human life right. versus a fetus versus like, you know, we were, we were talking before, I was like, is there a heartbeat in this? Yeah. So I think in Ohio, we have the heartbeat law. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that the heartbeat yeah. bill, I think that was a I think that was passed, right? Like a couple years ago, a yeah. year ago or something. Yeah, in the last few years. And so that basically if there's a heartbeat yeah. and they determine there's a heartbeat, you can't abort the fetus. Hmm. Um, you know, and so it's interesting to see from conception all the way to, I, I will just come out and say, I, I think this, that my wife works as a NICU nurse and um, she has taken care of babies that have survived that were born premature from as early as probably 23, 24 weeks. Yeah. So we're we're talking about like just barely past halfway point, and yeah. they're little. We're yeah. less than a pound or so. Mm -hmm. Fit on your hand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's I can't yeah. I can't imagine wow. what that's like. And most of yeah. them don't. Some do survive. Yeah. 
25, 26 weeks, 27 weeks. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, there are babies that are born early at Mm -hmm. 36 weeks, 37 weeks, and they don't go to the NICU and they're perfectly fine and fully developed. And the thought of being able to abort a baby, I'm not saying I agree with it at any point, but I'm just saying it just seems really barbaric Mm -hmm. at, at, at at the point of like literally up to 40 weeks. Agreed. Now they, again, this is, if, if we're speaking in terms of nuance, this, the, again, this is not me saying this justifies anything. Right. But, but um, the stats would show that most of the time, if a baby is aborted late term, as horrific as that is, mm-hmm. it was due to a last minute emergency mm-hmm. medically with the mom mm-hmm. that would lose their life in which they think, okay, if they right. go on with this, Right. The ba- there's going to be something wrong with the baby and the mom's going to lose mm-hmm. life. Again, I am not throwing that out as a justification. Right. Right. But I, I think if, if, if we're going to dive into the conversation, we have to put all of that on the table. Oh, sure. Of that's what the argument would be. Um, I, I even and these to, are arguments. I right. mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're why people, like I said, remove faith from it. You know, right. that's, a, that's an argument. And they, again, and that just is, and I understand that. I understand that, you know, and I think there are, there are parents with, children that are born mm-hmm. with um, issues. Yeah. They're born with either genetic abnormalities or things like that, that uh, would say that, you know, I'm grateful for my child regardless of the, you know, and I right. understand why some might not. Again, yeah. that's what I'm trying to, yeah. I think it's important just in the conversation for us to be able to, yeah. any of us to be able to understand where someone comes right. from, whether you're someone that doesn't have a faith context, or maybe it's yeah. it's just science to you. Yeah. W- yeah. Understand why maybe somebody, mm-hmm. when you go, I don't understand, why do they want to take away my right? right. right. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know that they want to take away your right. It could be that they actually believe yeah. that that child has value, yeah. and just right. because it's not out of the womb yet doesn't yeah. mean that it's not still a human being and has mm-hmm. value. And then yeah. I think vice versa, the same thing mm-hmm. with someone on this on a conservative side. We'll yeah. just say conservative in this conversation, at least, yeah. and always have to be politically but that that would would see it from you know from a different one a different side and would kind of look at it and this person would say you know vice versa like why are you taking yeah. away my right versus you know yeah no it's it's uh, it's so important because here's the truth no no but none of us and nobody listening is unfamiliar with the black and white arguments of both sides yeah right so we probably won't do uh move the conversation for too far down the field. And we've been talking... By, just by parroting this. It's this has been, been talked, talked about, about for, for a 50 while. years. I mean, um, it's not a new one. We're not going to solve it today. We're yeah. not going to solve it. As we've said before, here, we're, we're, we, um, mm-hmm. let's, let's acknowledge the limitations of a conversation at the table, but let's also not minimize it. Yeah. yeah. We, we won't solve things here, but, we, but hopefully the goal is we can contribute. Yeah. Conversations have lifted my perspective before yep. and changed my heart and changed my Absolutely. mind. Absolutely. And if nothing else, conversations, it, it's great to have deep convictions, mm-hmm. yeah. but you can continue to deepen your convictions while also broadening your empathy and your mindset. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so, so part of it is, is, is almost trying to not back at this table, not back up uh, from what I believe, but almost take the hat off of my convictions yep. and almost back up and say, okay, from a societal standpoint, yeah. how can we move the ball down the field? Yeah. And, and I think you, you, you mentioned it in passing, but there are a lot of ironies of this oh, yeah. and the gun issue. And then even one thing I was thinking about, you, you know, last week, to probably the chagrin of some on the right, I mentioned that compared to the rest of the world, we are extreme when it comes to the lack of limitations we want on our guns. Yeah. But on the other side, on the left, uh, a, lot of, a lot of people that are on the left that would tout Europe and, and modern progressive, 
we're also we're extreme, extreme in abortion on the uh, um, on how little we want there to be regulation on abortion. Yep. So it, it is interesting how we pick and choose our comparisons. It's harder to get um, an abortion in Europe in different places, different countries than it is yes. in America. There are very few exceptions very. of of any countries that are more extreme than America when it comes to complete unfettered access from conception to birth yeah. of what you can do to end a child's life. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think we got to acknowledge Isn't that. funny, that. though, when you say it out loud and you realize, like, America is full of extremes. Full of <laughs> like, extremes. Like you go full other places extremes. and you realize on all mm -hmm. of these things, like we just land on one extreme or the other and there's not a lot of conversation and, where and, to meet in the middle. And for whatever it's worth, you know, because we, we mentioned even just, there, there's so much to, we could have episodes on episodes to even talk about. Like I, I was talking to somebody that's really familiar with the justice system and uh, just almost an expert on everything going on with the Supreme Court. And I asked them, I was like, Are you, were you shocked? And they said, I absolutely actually was not shocked hmm. that this happened. I was shocked that it was leaked. Leaked. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, you know, and people on the, that are on the extreme left don't like that because they're like, oh, okay, that's not what you should be upset about. You should be upset about the taking away of rights. But well. it, it is worth, on whatever side you're hmm. on, because of the, uh, you know, the temperament set moving forward, it is, it, that's a big deal. That is unprecedented. And, 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 and surely was agendaed either by a judge yeah. or a judge talking to an intern or whoever yeah. or saying, hey, we released this. That, I mean, that's worth a whole other episode's worth. There's, there's a whole constitutional level. I told you, I won't say who it was, but th there's somebody that's really close to me that's just annoyingly brilliant. They're, they're finishing up this week their PhD in educational law mm. and in political science. Dang. And so I, and, and we're different. This person is not a believer. They're an atheist. Um, and But a couple times a year, I love to just sharpen my mind against this person and ask, <laughs> smiling, to sharpen my mind. And so I asked them, I said, I, I, I want to know their thoughts on the constitutional thing. And this person, by the way, is pro-choice. Mm. And, and they're, they're pro-choice with what moderation. They, they call themselves a Bill Clinton pro-choice. Mm. What, what did Bill Clinton say? He, he, yeah. uh, Bill Clinton believed abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. And so this person would consider themselves pro-choice with nuance. Mm. But I asked them about the constitutional thing, and they, they said, honestly, even though I am pro-choice, they said, if you actually have an expertise in law and you look at this document that was leaked compared to Roe v. Wade, this document that was leaked is actually way more constitutionally accurate. Wow. Now, that doesn't solve the debate. That's right. anecdotal. Wait, wait, wait. Say that, say so, that so, the, so his, his, his argument was, was an opinion his argument was that Roe oh. v. Wade, yeah, but there, there's arguments laid out in that. Okay, and the his, arguments, yes. yes. And, his, and his, based on his, he's got some expertise in well, law. Yeah. And, and, and his thing was, if you look at Roe v. Wade, even though that has become um, a standard. It's precedent. It has yeah. become a precedent. It's his argument, it's just not. from even though even though he's pro-choice, not a better was, is actually argument. pretty thin. Yes, and is actually pretty flimsy, and that. actually wasn't very constitutionally anchored. Yeah. Um, again, that's anecdotal. That doesn't solve anything. But th there's there's just so much to. Well, this I I figured though for even even for these justices for something that's been precedence for fifty years, mm -hmm. regardless of their but there are personal, exceptions, but their personal convictions mm -hmm. to. I said this before when we mentioned it, for them to have to overturn it, there has to be yeah. something significant legally. Well, that's what for them to put it in, in there. I have not yeah. read though. I don't know if I, I pieces, I, so I will admit I think I they just looked pieces. I think they just looked from a constitutional standpoint and said, No, this should have never been in the hands of the federal government. Yeah. It should be in the hands of the states. I think that's what it is. I don't even know if there was a trigger. I just think they looked at it and said, No, this isn't constitutional. Because I guess it I is the it, job of the Supreme Court. Right. To right. assess mm -hmm. whether something's constitutional or not, regardless right. of what they believe. Right. 
Um, so so may anyway, be, that, that may be the right thing legally in the eyes of your right. book of law yeah. and justice. It may be the right thing legally for them to do, but it's mm-hmm. created a firestorm, obviously, because it's an emotional it it's oh, an yeah. emotional yeah. issue. And I, I, I do think maybe it is worth another one at some point to talk about. It's not related to that, but, but the process, how it's played out, I think, is actually really awful for our yes. country yeah. and our Constitution mm-hmm. and other things. Mm-hmm. When you look at the fact that not only was this leaked— but then there are people who leaked the addresses yeah. of the homes where yeah. the justice live. Oh, they are and security and, and, and there's crowds of people out there, and mm-hmm. they're threatening them. Like, how does that affect yeah. future decisions? Right. And how does that affect future judges yeah. that go in there? Like, to, to know that, you know, you and your family or other people would be at risk for decisions. Mm-hmm. That you, I mean, that's a... Let's just let's just be honest. That's a really really mm-hmm. hard seat to sit in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not want to sit in that seat to be honest with you. Yeah. That is a hard. You have to make some really hard judgments. Granted, you're not doing it on on your own, right. and that's mm-hmm. why you have a an odd number but large yes. number, so you can. But that would be such a hard thing to be mm-hmm. in, and to to have those things stripped away mm-hmm. to me is a danger yeah. to us having a really good process. Yeah, for stuff. So it's. There's a lie. I, I just, it's pretty bad. I'm going to put you on the spot, Morgan. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of this is uh, it's personal, it's political, it's spiritual, it's agendaed, and it's also it's also a very highly gendered issue. Mm-hmm. It is. And so, I mean, there I've seen. You knew there would be a backlash and an outrage. Mm-hmm. Again, precedents aren't permanent, but they usually, usually remain. Yeah. This, there are exceptions, um, but. I didn't see it coming, and I knew there'd be outrage. But I mean, there are people quoting what's what's the Netflix or Hulu series, the show um, *Handmaid's Tale*. Oh. That are I mean, it, it's to me feels yeah. extreme. Yes, but there's everything from moderate anxiety to deep frustration to outrage to I mean, you're, I'm reading New York Times articles about women holding their little girl weeping, mm-hmm. saying, "I'm fa- afraid of your future." So, yeah. not to put you on the spot, but and you don't speak for all women. Um, but as a woman, uh, how, how did this hit you? How are you processing and how do you process the argument from that side from women who would say this is an attack on women? Okay. So that's a lot. Sorry. Yeah, that's a lot. That's okay. (laughs) Um, I think it's safe to say on both sides, emotions are high. Mm -hmm. People feel very, and I'm an emotional person. I'm a feeler just sitting here talking to you too. I'm like, okay, I am the feeler (laughs) of this video now. I feel all the emotions. You're talking about I'm I'm a massive feeler. (laughs) And um, you're saying I'm not a feeler. What's wrong with three wing three? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm bringing the Enneagram back. Anyway, um, I feel like for women, so one of the first things when mm-hmm. you asked me to, to sit in this seat today, I did was I'm going to listen to something. I want to hear from people who support abortions mm-hmm. and who have had abortions. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear what they have to say. And um, because I want to feel what they're feeling. I want to mm-hmm. understand why they feel the way that they feel. So listening to these women um, speak of their abortions, to me, being a woman of faith, it was clear that they did not have a foundation of faith. And I feel like that's kind mm-hmm. of, for me, mm-hmm. um, that's where I come from. Mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of make my decisions. Like you're saying, you how, don't feel like they have a, that their arguments are pulling from a spiritual. Correct. I, Christian they were, framework. Um, and 
it, they were very different situations. One woman, you know, was in Because someone said they have faith in the universe or faith yeah. in whatever, but... I mean, we did, they didn't go into that much detail, but these they were all individual, different stories, you know. Some, um, you know, were violently attacked and raped mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. ended up um, conceiving a baby. Some were just, it was an oops. There was even a woman who was in her 40s, had a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old, and didn't want any more kids. Mm-hmm. So she... Um, decided to get an abortion, and she has no regrets. Mm-hmm. She has no regrets, mm-hmm. and um, just trying to understand and just hear different perspectives because I want to understand mm-hmm. where they're coming from yeah. and why. Yeah. Did it change my mind? No. Um, I think life is precious. As a woman of faith, I feel like life is um, it's precious and it's to be protected. Mm. Um, another person I follow. Um, and I don't get all of my views from her. Her name is Abby Johnson. Um, oh, I, I know. I think my daughter follows her. Yes. Um, is it Matt and Abby? Is that the same or is this someone else? No. Oh, maybe not then. So Abby Johnson, um, she is a former director of Planned Parenthood. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And um, I think she worked there for eight to nine years. And mm-hmm. um, she was... Um, she went into it because she wanted to care for women. And I think right. a lot of women, we want to care for each other. Yeah. We want to build each other up. We want to mm. be there for each other. We don't want to be arguing over, you know, this kind of stuff. So she came, I, I believe, with a good heart, wanting to care for women. And um, she um, realized after being there for years that Planned Parenthood was, it was more, they were selling abortions. It wasn't to help women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this pivotal moment in her um, career as a director at Planned Parenthood, she was brought in to a ultrasound guided abortion. Hmm. And um, trying to spare you some of the details, yeah. she essentially watched a 13-week-old fetus fight for its life at 13 weeks in hmm. utero, um, ultimately losing that battle. And she just left feeling like, oh my gosh, what hmm. am I doing? Just completely horrified hmm. watching the life being taken. And I feel like a lot of times we look at abortion, it's just a word. It's just a word. It's just something mm-hmm. that happens. It's a quick answer to a problem that I'm having, and it'll go away. Mm-hmm. But if we really look at, I'm getting into my faith now, sorry. Mm. Um, if we really look at the life that has been created, the life that is already existing, and we're taking that, in my opinion, selfishly. Selfishly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there are situations, and nothing enrages me more when I hear about a young woman being attacked. And, you know, raped, Mm. you know, brutally like that enrages me, especially young Mm. women. Like I like my chest is probably getting red right now Mm. with rage. And that is awful. Um, And I know a lot of people fight this and I might get some flack for this. But to me, the trauma has already happened. When that happens, you're already traumatized. Like there's no going back from that. But I believe that life is a beautiful thing. And perhaps this life that has been created out of this traumatic event Mm. is worth keeping and in worth mm. protecting and perhaps that that life is going to mm. save another life mm-hmm. um, I also have personal connection um, I have a couple people in my life very um, close people in my life who um, have been um, a part of a unexpected creation of life yeah. if you will and um, there has been they had pivotal moments of their life where they could they may have been here. They may have not been here. Mm-hmm. And um, in some of these cases, I have two that I can think of off the top of my head. The 
um, creators of the life would tell you right now that that life saved their own life. Their paths were mm. not going down a great path. They were making bad decisions, but because this life unexpectedly created mm -hmm. saved theirs because they were like, you know what? We need mm -hmm. to get ourselves together because mm -hmm. we're no longer living for us. Mm -hmm. We're going to start living for this, mm -hmm. you know, unexpected created life. Yeah. And to be clear from, cause me and you talked earlier yes. and I know this is a very <laughs> emotional part for you, so I'm yeah. not going to dig in, but some people really meaningful to you were almost aborted. Correct. Yeah. And, and that's so that that's going to shape how you feel, right? Yeah. And like I said, I'm a feeler, so yeah. <laughs> I'm already pulling tears. I'm I sorry. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Well, okay, so <laughs> let, let me press against um, what you said is beautiful, okay. and and there's a lot of people I know watching that will resonate with that. But just just to push yeah. a little bit, push away. Like to women that whether they because there's a lot of people that would say, okay, um, maybe I believe what you believe, but I still think women should have a choice. Mm -hmm. Because what about the women that don't believe like you believe? Yeah. Do you, I mean, what do you feel or think about the argument that this is taking away a woman's right? Because right. I feel like I was talking to somebody the other day, and, and people may disagree with this, but I was talking to actually a pro-choice person about this, and the pro-choice person said, at the end of the day, they don't think this is about women's rights. This is about the argument of when does life begin? Mm -hmm. Because if life begins at conception, if yeah. it does, then you're in this circular argument. And I feel like this is where a lot of people get trapped because it's like, well, then it's murder. But at the same time, this is happening inside of a woman's body. So it's a woman's right to do with what their body and don't they have a choice? Mm -hmm. But then again, you're also fighting for the choice of hundreds of thousands of little women's right to live. So it's like this, it, it, it turns into this. And so, and I think that's why it's, I think it's, it's going to be an argument, you know, until the end of time. But what do you do with the argument that this is stripping away a woman's choice? Okay. Yes. I, I'm putting all the heavy I, stuff you on are. you. I mean, Johnny Depp. I'm just going to back and, <laughs> and listen, to, listen to you talk. Yeah, this okay. is great. Here we go. Um, I, I do understand women wanting a choice. And when I remove my faith from someone... Mm -hmm. I feel like woman to woman, I would so much rather us, rather than championing abortion and like the right to our body, like why are we not gathering around each other? Like, okay, you have an unexpected pregnancy, but I'm gonna rally around you. Let's, can we remove the shame from mm -hmm. an unexpected pregnancy? I feel mm -hmm. like that is one of the problems mm -hmm. um, why women, because they do feel ashamed. You know, I'm not married. I maybe I'm, I haven't graduated college and I'm just not ready or high school mm -hmm. or high school. Yeah. And, um, it can be a very scary mm -hmm. thing. And I understand that. Mm -hmm. And I understand wanting to take the easy way out, you know? And I feel like that's what it is. I feel like in most cases, it's an easy way out. It's a quick solution mm -hmm. to a problem that you feel you may have, mm -hmm. um, but Back to your question. But legally, shouldn't but that legally, be up to the woman? I agree. I, I feel like in a way, yes, it should be. Removing my faith, I believe it should be up to the woman. Does that add a, that, does that add another? I'm making you uncomfortable does, now. Does this, does this add another layer of complexity when you have yes. a woman that does want an abortion and mm -hmm. the man who was part of it that doesn't? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's her body that, that 
carries that baby. This that, person, those situations happen. I heard a spiritual as well. leader say this that's that would probably crucified for saying this, especially right. in conservative circles. But I heard a spiritual leader that said, "Look, I want every baby to have a right to live, but the way you help people make better choices is not by taking away their choices." Right. Yeah. I, I think that's is kind there. Of, I would agree with that, though. I feel like I would so rather. See it. Sounds like your pro-choice. Sounds like your pro-choice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are we ever going to air this? <laughs> this is good. No. I feel like, yes, I would much rather come alongside women. Mm-hmm. I would love to see more organizations. Like, we're putting mm-hmm. so much energy into, you know, um, campaigning, picketing, and, like, yelling mm-hmm. at people, going into these, you know, abortion clinics. Like, I would much rather see that energy put into going alongside these women, um, getting to know them personally. Like, could mm-hmm. we start an organization where we get to know mm-hmm. these women personally and we mm-hmm. can go alongside them? And honestly, Matt, well, we have that, like, some, I think, I think PDHC tries yeah, to do I that. There, there are some, are. there are, there are no, some PDA that, is what leads to no, stop babies. It. So. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I, yeah, yeah I, well, the number one reason for abortions that's reported is financial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people would say, okay, this is a holistic. Say what? I have another fun fact. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if these are all fun though. <laughs> you have facts. She's, she's have a facts. kids yeah. director. Yeah, she's so a, let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, so everything's yeah. a fun fact. Everything's fun. <laughs> so, fun, fact. fun fact. Most people who are um, poor have abortions. Yeah. So. Yes. No. My husband just finished the book, um, The Ruthless Scary Elimination. Oh, of hurry, John Mark Comer. Yes. Yeah. Love him. And it's a good book. Um, he, uh, I haven't read it yet. We have it on Audible. It's on my list to listen to. But he said that if you make over $35,000 or more, mm-hmm. you are of the top 3% mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like if you have that perspective, mm-hmm. and I, and, okay, another thing that one of these women on the thing that I listened to um, who had had abortions said that our country is not for families. And I disagree. Mm. I feel like our country rallies families. I feel like we have so many um, government aid. Mm. I mean, you can get free health care for mm. you and your child. You can get formula. I mean, there's programs out there. Not right now you can't. <laughs> just because we can't get it. Okay, <laughs> just because they can't be yeah, made. But that's a, that's a whole other podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Heard those conspiracies. But yeah. Um, I feel like we rally around, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like if it's laid out for a woman facing the choice of abortion, like here are some resources for you, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to be okay. Yeah. You can do this. And perhaps, you know, this is going to be one of your hardest journeys, but perhaps that's what you were created for was mm-hmm. to create this life, care for this life yeah. who may become so it's almost the, like you're, of the United States. It's almost like you're saying, <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel like you've just switched your position. No, I'm just uh, kidding. No, but I feel like, um, I, I feel like what you're saying, I'm not putting words in your mouth okay. is, Here's the question I have that I, I'm I'm almost afraid to pose it because this this is me asking questions, not drawing conclusions. This is me understanding that we have a wide variety of people watching. Right. Actually, let me preface this. I am um, a person. My value system is intrinsically high supreme value for life. So, like, right. I, I I I am pro. I am all about. Life. I am yeah. pro-life, and, and I almost don't even like to use that phrase because I feel like it rings hollow nowadays. Mm-hmm. Because well, it's not just anti-abortion; you're pro-life, right? So, there's, so like when people difference. say pro-life, the accusation that comes back a lot of times is one of I think understandable accusation of hypocrisy. Oh, yeah. you want them to be born, but you don't want to care for the poor. Right. You don't want to care for women. You don't want to care for the disenfranchised. You don't actually help them succeed. You uh, don't. So, so when I, when I say I'm pro-life, I, I I will say in my view, I try to be consistent. Yeah. I, I want every unborn child to have the right to live. Yeah. And I want to hold in deep value immigrants 
and women yep. and um, yes. people struggling in the middle of uh, social justice. And prisoners. And, and you prisoners. Might, you might and say I'm against, against the, the and death penalty. And, and, I'm, and they're, you know, that's pro-life. And too. I'm against capital punishment. Yeah. So I, I am like from conception to the grave trying to uphold. I, be, I really do believe deeply inside that God is the author of life. Yeah. I really do believe that. I, I, so I hold highly a value for life. Yeah. Um, but the, but the question that, that, that I have, especially in, in a context, we talk a lot of times about the, what I think is a, a toxic marrying of, of uh, Christianity and politics. Mm-hmm. Here's a question I just want to pose. And, and in fact, if this, let, let, me, let me apply this to any issue. Is it possible to hold a absolute conviction on something and not conflate it with the current political construct handed down of which you must address it. In other words, is yes, it, I, I think l- l- you can, but I think it's also, I think you can intellectually, mm-hmm. but I don't know that we do that in reality. We don't do it politically. We don't do it politically and we don't do it in reality. But, but is it, but, but I even think in reality, I mean, could it be high time? Because I mean, Jesus refused to be pigeonholed into boxes. I mean, you talk about reality. Jesus, they try to say, hey, they all the time, are you in this political system or you believe you're this political person? And Jesus refused to play the games. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he lived in another dimension. He thought in yeah. another dimension. And so I guess my question is, I mean, if, if you're pro-choice and you're listening to this, I mean, if you're pro-choice, you're listening to this, just because you believe women have the right, does that mean that there are two extreme, in my view, almost two extreme opposing like uh, political constructs handed down, not extreme in the belief, right. but extreme in the approach. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Like, if you're pro-choice, do you have to accept the current political pro-choice model handed down? If you're pro-life, do you have to—I'm just ask the question. Do you have to yeah. accept—there there are people, there are spiritual leaders that argue that the church has done such a poor job, yeah. and the church in the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. getting uh, mixed up and muddled in the moral majority had such harsh authoritarian tones and the way that they spoke to women and the way that they were so judgmental mm-hmm. and condemning. Zero human empathy was ever detected for women that were victims of assault or rape yeah. or whose lives were in jeopardy. Yeah. And they believe that's actually one of the reasons that there's been such an extreme counter reaction. Like you talked about the people that don't, you know, that are happy about abortions there. I mean, you've seen probably the, the post, but there's a woman that she has uh, like yeah, a, yeah. a ticker, yeah. like 200 abortions and counting almost oh, boasting, yeah. like proud. Yeah. And so I guess I am yeah. again, hear me like from a faith perspective, I always am, am going to be on the side of life. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I also think that, um, Politics should never become the principal way we communicate values yeah. Yeah. or the principal way we fight for hearts. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard somebody say, Jesus didn't fight for votes. He fought for hearts. Yeah. And, and, and so my, I, guess, I guess that's just mm. the reason I, I bring that up and I'm not trying to get, don't, don't write me letters. I, I want Please every, ch- every yes. child to live. I, I, I want every baby to have the chance to live. Yes. And I think a holistic approach let me let me say it this way. If I'm going to back up from my, um, you're saying a lot of things, yeah. but not saying very much right now. <laughs> you're you're no. trying to, but I know it's hard. To, it's hard to put into words. No, I disagree. I, I think the questions I'm, I'm putting forth are hopefully um, opening our minds yeah. that we don't need to be mm. put in boxes, yes. Yes. and that uh, some of these situations may be hol- holistic. Mm-hmm. And let me say it this way. If I'm going to back up from my pastoral role, Jesus role, if I'm going to try to speak at more of a societal level, mm-hmm. just speaking from the reality of how many people believe this versus this, let me just say it this way. If 
I don't care how dogmatically pro-life you are. I don't care how adamantly pro-life you are. I don't care um, how just passionate you are about pro-life. If nowhere in your platform and nowhere in your conversation has any room or dialogue about uh, a concern for women's rights or a concern, uh, an empathy, a human compassion for women that are victims of assault or their bodily functions, you're never going to make ground in people's hearts. And on the left... I don't care how pro-choice you are. I don't care how adamantly dogmatic you are about women's rights. If nowhere in your conversation has any dialogue about the value of human life, has any dialogue about the horrific realities of late-term abortion, has no dialogue about um, the dignity of all the unborn children that are never given a chance to, to live. And, and, you know, in every generation, generations look back on atrocities and say, how do we let that happen? Mm -hmm. Could it be possible people are going to look back on this generation say there was a a a genocide yeah. under our watch of unborn sure. and I'm, so my my point is if no matter what side you're on i just say this i know we have different people listening if nowhere in your conversation has any understanding like i'm gonna pick on pro-choice again for a minute the the, the marketing i'll give it for, i'll give this for pro-choice the marketing is brilliant mm-hmm. it's it's a right for the reproductive health of women what yeah. I remember the first time I heard yeah. that, I was like, yeah. that. What, a, like well, of course. what a clever, yeah. brilliant phrase. Startlingly absent from that phrase is any mention of the baby. Yeah. Right. Any mention of life, any mention of the psychological effects that could happen to the woman. Right. Mm-hmm. No, no, no mention of the little woman that might not have a chance to live. Right. Mm-hmm. But that phrase, and so I just say that because I, I there's someone I really respect that's highly pro-choice. I saw a tweet the other day and they said this is about women's uh, health and rights. Plain and simple, period. Yeah, and I thought myself, right. no, it's no, not, it's not that, that, that plain and simple. simple. If it was that plain and simple, <laughs> we, we, we would, would be not be. I think I even heard, I'm just going to ramble. For, I heard, I think it was Bill Burr, the atheist comedian who is pro choice. I, I think it was actually him that I heard make this statement. He said, he said You've got to understand if someone thinks that something's murder, they're going to fight for it. Mm-hmm. So if you're pro choice, no matter how pro choice you are, this is not cha- trying to change your mind, but at least. Maybe for understanding, when you're in conversations, Mm -hmm. at least just, I know this is simple, we know this, but consider the fact. Yeah. Yeah. If a great majority of people in the country believe it's murder, wouldn't it be unethical for them not to fight to stop it? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, wouldn't it make them it wrong for them not to strive to? So anyways, I I just think um, we're we're not going to solve this debate. Mm -mm. Um, But... On, on on both sides, there's, there's there's got to be bridges of empathy built, mm-hmm. bridges of intelligence and compassion and understanding built, because the extremes are used for um, both sides as well. Like on the extreme uh, pro-choice, they'll say, "What about women with you know in, in terms of incest and rape and violation?" That's absolutely valid mm-hmm. and that's absolutely heartrending, and that actually yeah. does bring complexity to the situation. But um, the statistics are that that is actually microscopically low, I think. Yeah. less than 1%. Now, there's the argument, well, maybe some of them don't want to speak out. Sure, you can create a little margin for that. Sure. But the truth is, that's a microscopic exception. But on the right, what did the right do? Same thing. But what about the horrific realities like term Which, that's true, but again, mm-hmm. that's a so microscopic low, right. low portion. So both sides use the extreme sure, anecdotes on both want. sides to make a point. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think it moves the conversation forward. For sure. I feel like you just kind of summed up how I feel because I did go <laughs> back and forth. And you mentioned how Jesus would not take sides. So therefore, I also do not take a side. 
I have compassion and I have love for all. <laughs> End scene. End scene, you're done? It's <laughs> no. good. What are you thinking? Yeah. Oh, you just said it all. What do you mean? What do what I you say? Thinking? Am I crucified over that? No. Why would you be crucified over it? I don't know. I, I just, I just, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't think it's, uh, I, I think there is a national argument that um, people will, I think if you remove the legal aspect, there's a national argument that people are just always going to have. And, and because we, mm-hmm. it's like you, the, all those points you made, yeah, all true, they still don't address us practically. How do we, how do we do this in a way that mm-hmm. I want to say again, I'm going to remove but my personal view right. is how do we as a nation, let's put us against all the other nations in the world and some of the irony that we talked about earlier. How do we as a nation, mm-hmm. I want to say this is if we're going to allow abortions, you know, how do we do it in a responsible manner? Mm-hmm. I know that almost seems counterintuitive, but how, how would we do that? In other words, would there mm-hmm. be um, situations where we would say up until a certain or like Again, I think certain states have tried. Ohio, yeah. Texas, some of them have Texas tried. Well, yeah. I, um, Texas has changed their most recent, but Ohio with the heartbeat is like, hey, the moment there's a heartbeat detected, then you can't abort the child. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so now some people will say, and I've heard the argument that, that that's not a big enough window, that by the time you find out, by the time you, especially it's with COVID and all this, by the time you try to schedule, by the time you try, because right. they make, because you're also not allowed to get one on your first visit. Mm-hmm. So you go in for an appointment and you go see them, that there's, I think, laws that require you to come back at least one more time, mm-hmm. if not two more times, mm-hmm. one more time, and then schedule it. And so that argument is like, hey, even if you, by the time you find out, because there's a time in your cycle when you ovulate, which is the only time when you can get pregnant, so right. then you're going to still have weeks before you're going to find out, and then you kind of find out, and then you go to the doc, you know, go to see the one, and then you, and so, so some of them are arguing that that's not enough time for someone to make a decision, mm-hmm. and then a woman can't actually, how is a woman, again, I'm removing any kind of, like, personal conviction or a faith argument, I'm yeah. just mm-hmm. saying, practically speaking, legally, how, one of the arguments that was against when Texas changed their bill was that women are now going to be rushing into mm-hmm. making a decision right. to possibly get an abortion because if they don't get it done within this window, then it's too late. Mm-hmm. And so that they actually think that it's going to cause, co- I mean, they, some people using, again, mm-hmm. political different sides, are say it could increase the number because women won't have time to actually be able to process and think, do I really want to right. keep this child or not keep the child? So I'm just saying there's so many different. I think there's the practical argument that it'll be forced into a black market. Absolutely. You and go then, you go back behind the scenes and you got back to the old picture of the coat hangers yeah. and the, mm-hmm. the dark alley abortions and because people are going to find a way to do it. Yeah. And um, it's kind of, I mean, it's the same, it's kind of the same argument. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's very different, but I just want to say, it's kind of like the whole thing with the guns. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you do legislate one form of it. People are going to find another way probably to do it. It doesn't mean you don't try to make it harder for people to get mm-hmm. certain things. Okay. We talked about all that. And so I, I think... I think like what you said, the passionate, how people feel, I agree. I think I am for women and their rights, and I want to be for, yes. and so I, uh, yeah. for the unborn babies. And yes. so it's, it's really hard. So where does that meet? It's right. hard, that's what I'm saying. That's where I think we have to be able to find some kind of common ground in reality, mm-hmm. in practical, okay? We can, we can sit around in yeah. theories and ideas, and I'm for this and against this all day long. Uh, my personal opinion, I'm for women and their right. And I am for the unborn. And so where does that meet? And right. that's, that's, where, that's why 
I guess I would say that this issue is intensely complex. Yeah. Of all the reasons mm-hmm. I just started talking about, it mm-hmm. just gets, and then it's what group of people, you know, what people, the people under a poverty line are majority of the abortions. Yeah. And, um, and, and so it's really hard to like, um, it's really hard to just sit there and just cast out judgments and this is the way it should be for everybody in the country. For and sure. I think that's a really hard thing to do. And so yeah. I guess I, I sit here and say, I, I have, I think in the way I think is enough empathy to recognize and understand mm-hmm. that, that, that in the middle of this, it's, it's still really complex. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I don't know what the answer is. I, I appreciate the fact that maybe the Supreme Court and the federal government will remove themselves and it'll be at a state level. I mean, maybe we'll end up in a place where people will potentially, again, I, I know, I know you'd made, well, maybe people can just move to a different state and that is hard. So I don't, yeah. I don't, I just want to like, well, just pick up and move mm-hmm. when the rest of your family's here, your job's here, you know, that's hard to do. I don't want to just say legal. that, but I wonder if you'll see a shifting yeah. of people based on kind of red and blue we'll, states and yeah. where people will end up wanting to live. And I think we're seeing that now yeah. over the last couple of years because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it kind of highlighted that there was a mass exodus out of California because mm-hmm. people did not want to live under these kind of policies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if we're going to see our, now, does that bring our nation together? No, probably not. No, I mean, we just end up being more divided yeah. and more colorful map. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, but that, that might be the reality that yeah. we have. And, you know, I think there is some, you know, uh, on the argument of, you know, it's, here's, here's one of the challenges that I have. So I have, I, and I think we all probably do. It's an internal conflict. Yeah. So I have an internal conflict in the fact that I am for the unborn. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I believe yeah. what you said about life and value mm-hmm. and what you see it. I, I'm the same way. I, I feel like I've even changed in some of my views uh, in the last several years, even to be mm-hmm. even more pro-life. In the fact, I think I'd be against capital punishment mm-hmm. for a variety of different reasons, yeah. and I would have never Agreed. said that probably five years ago. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do think that uh, you, we can change in the way we see things. Yeah. And we I am, should evolve. I am, and I, yeah, we should. And I'm for life. I'm for women's choices, and here is where I, there's an internal conflict. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a woman, so I don't, I don't want to have an opinion where I'm going to sit here and go, this, you shouldn't be able to do this. But the unique situations of, let's just talk about um, rape, assault, even, even I want to say rape through incest that, that would cause it. Here's the, the crazy thing. Those women didn't have a right to choose that moment either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So a woman that is raped and, and, and now it's like, the, that, I'm just saying the entire act of what happened was a violation of yes. her right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so you, you, I, I guess I just have a massive amount of yeah. empathy when I think about a situation where a woman yes. lost her right to choose there and mm. now it also loses her right to choose here. Yes. Uh, like that, that is just a massive conflict that I just, uh, yeah. for me, I just, my heart would break for anybody in that situation. Absolutely. So it's like, so it's hard for me to and sit here heart, with a moral imperative and go, no, you yeah. have to, you have to, when they may not believe what I believe about life. Exactly. So I, I I'm, I'm conflicted. And mm-hmm. I also, when I say that, I don't want to be put into a box, as yeah. you said, yeah. I don't want to be put into a box because that's what we've done. That's just what happens with political rhetoric. Now, it's to, like, oh, if you're pro-life, you're against women. No, I'm not. Hmm. Now, if you're well, pro-choice, you're against unborn, you're against life. And I guess and that's like, what I was trying to say earlier. Yeah. It, you know, I, I think you, you alluded, maybe I was trying to be too careful. I guess I was trying to say, is it, do we have to conflate our convictions with the political templates to address those convictions? Right. 
Well, I don't. Is it possible we can, to be? Or we is it possible to say I hold unswervingly to the conviction mm-hmm. that God is the author of life, mm-hmm. and that I want every baby to have the choice to live, and at the same time say, and I don't fit into the polarizing political construct that's been handed down right. yeah. of how to address that. Right. right. No, I, I, it's a great question, yeah. but what I was Because I do know people that feel that way. Yeah, no. And I know that's, some, that's hard for some Christians to comprehend, I, I but think I know Christians that love Jesus and would say, I am against abortion, but I think God always gives us choices. Yeah. And I think God is a God of choice. There are people that, yeah. that view it that way. I, I agree. I know that there are people that view it that and, way. And I, and I, but on the other I, hand, to complete your argument, what's crazy is, sorry, not to interrupt. I, I just, when you're talking about it, it, if your heart doesn't become outraged by a woman's innocence being ripped away, yeah. her, her just as much. Just as much, yeah, there is an issue much. in your heart. Yeah. Like, you know, we talked about a few yeah. weeks ago, like we we're celebrating the steps that have been made in progress for equality for women, but there's still more steps to be taken. Yeah. And that aside, anybody to have their, their to be violated or molested yeah. and then to carry this, like to have that choice taken away, but then have the choice taken away of what to do with it. Yeah. But then that, here's where it goes full circle. But then somebody goes in and says, but it also wasn't that child's choice. Yeah. Sure. I, and, 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 and should that child I, not be given the chance to yeah, live? No, I agree. Because that it's, but then how do you address it's that? Complex. And it's, it's complex. Can we just say it's complex? It's complex. And that's, I think that's, the, obviously, this is the reason why we're polarized as a nation yes. over it. Yeah. This is the reason why. And I think what isn't helpful, unfortunately, in the, the, the party polarization, mm-hmm. okay, for votes and everything else, is that we don't have people who come to the table who bring their convictions, but also try to set them aside to understand and try to, right. me- I would just, what I was trying to say is practically speaking, it would be nice to see if we could somehow meet in the middle. What does I that know look that's, like? I know, yeah, I see, what does that look like? Well, I think it looks like, it, okay, it could is look it, is like- Is it a Bill Clinton thing? Like, yes, it could look like Safe, there, is a, there is a pro-choice yeah. to a point. Okay, there could be, there's pro, like, like we, I said, I think Ohio and some of them have tried to, it's to a certain point. Again, yeah. you, you could be out there and you're a pro-life person and go, that- that doesn't work with me. I understand that doesn't mm-hmm. work with you and your perspective, but somebody who doesn't have your same conviction, who is pro-choice saying it doesn't work with me the other way. And so mm-hmm. I, I just, for, for policy sake, mm-hmm. I'm saying for mm-hmm. real life, practical, I think we've, we've got to land somewhere. Mm-hmm. So we can just sit around and keep yelling at each other with all of our convictions on either side. Mm-hmm. Or do we just have some people that could come to the table and go, how do we try to do our best to preserve? Because here's what, here's what does happen, and we know, is that further on in a pregnancy, mm-hmm. you do have things like your nerve endings, mm-hmm. and you do have things developing mm-hmm. where late-term abortions, and you have babies mm-hmm. who would survive if they were outside of the womb mm-hmm. on their own. Mm-hmm. Not with medical, whatever. They would survive on their own who feel it yeah. when they go and abort them. Ugh. Okay. So, I mean, you, you do have that reality. And then, then you have, and again, this is where it's hard to defer to science. And it's like, okay, you're, you're, you're a, a fertilized egg mm-hmm. to you become a collection of cells to it develops to an actual heartbeat mm-hmm. that is going. Okay. Brains, like, I'm just talking purely scientific in the process, the embryonic mm-hmm. process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, can we at some point, and I don't know how we could do it with science, we do, can we come to a, an mm-hmm. agreement? And again, maybe this is where the, the Supreme Court's saying, you know what, maybe we can, but that's not 
for our job or nationally to decide. Yeah. But I think there should be somewhere along the line that if we are going to come to the table, that we 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 could do something that would yeah. try to. Again, I'm not trying to pacify someone else because that's the problem is that everybody feels like if you bend, you're pacifying the other side, you're giving, you lose. You're losing your country, you're losing what you've got. It's like, okay, yeah. we, we've lost our country a long time ago. Let's just be honest, okay? There has been nothing but <laughs> well, that's cultural fatalistic. wars. Wasn't even ours to begin with. I know. I mean, it's just like, we. This we. I'm yeah. just saying we've lost it in yes. in in a in a unity and it's like mm -hmm. when you look at just where we are we're so divided we can't do anything mm -hmm. nothing is happening mm -hmm. nothing is getting passed we're not dealing with any kind of issue of gun legislation and mass shooting like we talked about in a previous yeah. one we're not talk we're, nothing is being mm -hmm. done about anything mm -hmm. because we have these extremes and they're mm -hmm. party led and we have we have lobbyists and we got all these people that are feeding this stuff and nothing's happening and so mm -hmm. I, I just wonder if we would remove our faith, we'd remove our convictions, both sides, and come to the table. Can we find something that is like you said, that is that's safe, but it's rare? That it's, you know, and, and again, just I know clarify for everybody listening, this is not what me and you No, are. this is not necessarily my personal conviction. Yes. I'm saying for the sake of... Yeah. The future. The, yeah, the future, you know, the sake of, uh, you know, I, the sake of children that aren't mm -hmm. born, but mm -hmm. the sake of women mm -hmm. yeah. and their rights, that, mm -hmm. that we need to do something. We, we need to... You know, and so it is complex. I, again, this is why we've been arguing. And you know, about it's for interesting. You, you know, you mentioned the science. Like, I, I know some people that again are in the science world and actually tell me there's been an underground movement of uh, in the scientific yeah. community, a pro-life life movement in is. the scientific community mm -hmm. based on the science of nerve endings and yep. even mm -hmm. science they were getting to dream and all this stuff. But but you also you talked about fetus and it just reminded me. Let's go. Let's go back to to the power of language. Yep. Quit calling a baby. Um, the the reproductive health of a woman. Against baby killing. Yeah. Um, the baby right. in the womb, a viable or non-viable fetus. A clump of cells. A clump yeah. of cells. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Morgan, I need you to <laughs> decide <laughs> the argument once and for all. <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> when does life begin? Yeah. Oh. I already told you when I thought life begins. But you, conception. Said, you said conception. I said conception. Mm -hmm. Which is why, let's just say, this is why the Catholic Church... For mm -hmm. years and years and years, years and years, and I think they've reversed it recently. Mm -hmm. um, had base, were against birth control. Yeah, was because you know, and, and you can get into argument. Are you actually interfering with the potential right. of life, which is mm -hmm. a whole another, a whole another argument. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's complex. I I, I think we just sit here and, and it's it it's really it. hard to wrap up or to resolve yes. or to anything on this kind of right. conversation. But I think we just want to at least. Yeah dialogue about it, have a conversation yeah. and say, wherever you land. And I do yeah. think, I agree with you. I think there are a lot more people in circles of faith, in churches that feel torn yeah. between feel these the for the, what we just mm -hmm. drew out, the tension, the conflict that we feel, which yeah. is, I mean, I want to be for women and their, mm -hmm. their choice. But I also want to be for the women in yeah. their womb that isn't born to, you know, mm -hmm. and vice versa. I think we, we've drawn out that tension and that internal conflict enough, but I actually think that there are a lot more people, even in circles of faith and church, that feel that same conflict, mm -hmm. that don't really have a great answer. I think that there has been a, a really, really, um, on the conservative side, there's been a really, really uh, big and loud voice about this, and I understand why. Like you said, if you're passionate about life and you mm -hmm. think people are murdering life and you believe life is a conception, you should be probably 
vocal about it. Mm -hmm. But I think in many ways, I, I wonder if there's a lot more people that aren't vocal about it mm -hmm. because they're conflicted. Yeah. yeah. And they really do love Jesus and they right. really do love people and they mm -hmm. really do care about people. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're also conflicted. I, I and think so, if the church, because what we're talking about, we're talking on a societal level and a national level and then a church level. And the church, I think if the church, yes, in one hand, lifted their voice. I mean, there, there, there are verses in Isaiah that says, lift your voice for the unheard. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I know, I know women Proverbs that, that well. you would go, they would even refuse to call it abortion uh, clinics. They would call it, because they said clinics help people, they'd call them abortion mills. Sounds mm -hmm. extreme. But yeah. they would go, and I knew a group of women in Lexington because there were two main, uh, what they would call abortion mills in Kentucky, one in Louisville, one in Lexington. And they'd go every Friday because they said every Friday, if you knew that people were about to be killed, wouldn't you go? Yeah. Yeah. And they'd go there. But I will say this for them. All of these women came ready and prepared on the spot to adopt the child if the person would listen to them. Wow. And they came actually sharing the gospel of God's love for that person. Yeah. And actually, and, and they, they had scientific facts about, you know, Ray Comfort has all these, yeah, you know, documentaries, 180, and like all about how like there's not an, you don't exit the same way you enter abortion clinic. And his whole thing is if somebody were to actually watch an abortion, it would forever destroy the myth well, that it's an acceptable practice. I mean, all these things. But anyways... You know, probably but, but, some truth to that. As yeah. you talk about that lady, it's the yeah. same thing conversation we had about racism mm -hmm. that when you see the picture. Yeah. That yeah. That's true. That it changes things. It's the same thing, I think, in any of these. Yeah. It's so, true, but, and I don't even know where I was going with that. Other than I just think, um, if nothing else from this conversation, maybe it gives you some practical handles to understand and yeah. engage with the other side. Yeah. yeah. To actually have conversation, mm -hmm. maybe to have empathy, maybe to realize, oh, I guess here's what I'm saying the church. Yeah. I think the church, if in one hand, yeah, be, yeah, be, be lovingly bold mm -hmm. and unapologetic yeah, that, that God is the author of life, yep. yeah. and and that and that God loves people, but 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 be really specific that God loves all people, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and and be really specific in in a radical, um, humble love for all people, all races, all ideologies, yeah. um, and and people from all backgrounds, all lifestyles, and be just radically. The Bible says, here's how they'll know you belong to me because of the way you love, love people. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, but, and then on the other hand of, of, of this bold, but loving stand for, for life, um, realize that complex issues usually have holistic answers and, 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 mm -hmm. and it is fighting not primarily on the front of politics, in my opinion, but I feel like if, if we're in a fight uh, for hearts, if mm -hmm. that's really, we're in a fight, a spiritual warfare for hearts and lives, that you can't legislate revival and you can't legislate life transformation. Yeah. And our primary field is in loving people. It's in serving the poor. Yeah. Let's have holistic solutions yeah. to poverty. Let's yeah. have holistic solutions to care. Let's have holistic solutions to to rally around women. Yeah. Let's have holistic solutions to bring revival to a, a dark and broken world. Let's have holistic solutions to fight against uh, violence and aggression and rape and assault and and victimhood. Yeah. And then let's be willing to, to sit down and have intelligent conversations about practical solutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also think, um, just to add to that, that, you know, I think in from a, a perspective of of the church, you, you, as you brought the church in this, because I think some of this, we wanted to remove the church because this is a conversation right. nationally and societally. Be a but, place of healing for women. But, but I think even from, because that's a context we understand, we know we come from mm -hmm. in the church, which you were saying, I, 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 it's really complicated too when you even just think about, I even look at 
our faith and you think that God gave mankind the right to choose even if they chose wrong. Mm-hmm. That God gave, you know, again, I'm not making this an argument for pro-choice. I'm just saying that we see this mm-hmm. perspective played out in Genesis. We see this, that there was a right to choose, even if that meant their own death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I, I wonder, again, we live in a country that I, there's still remnants of people that hold on to try to say that we're a Christian nation. We haven't been a Christian nation yeah, I don't think ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's like, well, the forefathers. Well, Mainly go look at the forefathers' lives. And I don't know how many were Christians. Yes, they yeah. used some Christian principles that we they built some things, framework. Framework, but yeah. it's but but this this idea that um, I, I think we have to understand in the church. I think we have to understand that that we live in a society that is going to govern itself and do its lead its people in a certain mm-hmm. way. And I think um, you know, I think it's good for us to have convictions, but. I just wonder if we spent as much time not fighting against uh, in the way it's been done in the past, which, I mean, let's be honest, there's been real, I remember what it was like in the 80s and 90s, and I mean, it's like a church on a regular, like, let's go and pick at abortion clinics and things like that. Now, I appreciate yeah. what those women were doing. To me, that's different. That's Absolutely. I want to go there to be yeah. there to have a conversation mm-hmm. that I'll adopt your baby and I'll do that. Yeah. But I've also, I've, I've when I was a kid, I've been taking abortion clinics and standing there and, you know, was, and, mm-hmm. and I don't think those signs were awful at the time where I've been there, but you know, just the, you know, it, that mentality or ha- there have been some who have gone to abortion clinics to blow them up. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about, yeah, yeah. let's talk about yeah. just the hypocrisy. Right. But, um, I, I think if, if the church spent as much energy on trying to mm-hmm. love the women, Mm-hmm. And trying to serve the women, yes. and, uh, and 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 there are. I don't want to say we aren't, and I want to say yeah. there's organizations. We support organizations that do that, mm-hmm. but I just think it's it's the narrative of how the world views the church mm-hmm. that I'm talking about. It's the perspective of uh, pro life that they just they they just you know mm-hmm. baby killers and all, you know all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that it's been. It's like I would rather the world know the church by what it's for, not what mm-hmm. it's against. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would rather yes. the world know that the church is for people. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I want to say we're for the unborn baby, but we're also for the mom yeah. who may legally have that right to choose. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to shame her yes, mm-hmm. or, or you know, condemn her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love what it says in, in uh, John chapter three, that Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world. Yeah, yeah. but to save him. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. if that's, his perspective when he was in here, then mm-hmm. maybe my perspective is I'm not here to condemn you. Yeah. And, um, and, and, but I'll, I'm here to love the mm-hmm. person and the mom. And I, there are some really good organizations and we support them that yeah. come in and they offer free ultrasounds and they offer, you know, diapers, diapers and we've done that. We've, right. we've done bottle drives and yeah. we've done things mm-hmm. like that as a church to help the moms that choose to keep the baby yeah. and carry mm-hmm. the baby. Um, because I agree with you, we need to come around, I think as a society, the holistic, we need to come around and do mm-hmm. as much as we can to help them. I mean, I yeah. think it's like, if they're, if they have the choice to abort, but they also know that if you are a single mom, they have a if tribe you're, around if you, them. If you're well, and maybe, but a lot of them aren't. A lot of them don't. Let's be honest. Yeah. Okay, you could be a teenager yeah. that you don't have a faith community. You maybe didn't have a parent, a parent, or both parents that were really present. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, you're you're living in poverty. You're okay. Then can we, as a society, say, hey, at least inform, information to go? 
if you want to get an abortion, you have that right up to this point, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but please know that if you don't get an abortion, this program, this, this exists. That we're yes. going to help you yes. bring this child to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you, well, you, you're under $30,000, you know what I mean? Right. And you have two kids and mm -hmm. you're this and that. This is available. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've got all of these programs. And like, why? I, I think the church helped do that, but but maybe we could address this matter. Maybe maybe the government. Again, this is to me kind of coming together and trying to bring real solutions that I know yeah. don't make anyone like it's all yeah. or nothing. Right. That's the problem. Right. On yeah. the most sides, we're all or nothing. Yeah. And I I'm just I'm pulling my personal convictions aside to say yeah. I'd rather come to the middle and go. Can we can we make it like so? Bill Clinton said it's safe. Is it and it's rare. Yeah. And, and if it is, if it isn't, then they know they have options. That there is support. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. financial support. There's yeah. program. There's things like that. It's not just like here and there, but actual would help them. Like, mm -hmm. hey, there's support where it's like you, you, you're not going to be stuck with a thirty thousand dollar medical bill right. that you can't afford. Mm -hmm. Right. You're not going. You know what I mean? That there's food. There's formula. There's things like this. They're going to help you in a program when you're under a certain income. When you're, you know, that doesn't exist. I mean, we. I mean, when you go look at some of the bills that they have talked about when they but balance the budget and you look at some how much money we send to nations all over the world that you had no idea and we're spending two billion to that one and this one and this mm -hmm. one and you're going, where do we send so like you tell me we can't figure out how to right. take care of right you yeah. know Sing well I think I think just uh, yeah we're trying to learn how to have an intelligent conversation and how to be salt and light in yeah. the current world yeah. Right. And I, I just, because I know the, the you know, I, I say this graciously, but I know how polarized all of us at times can think. Yeah. And so I just want to follow up, even for some of the things we've said to, to just, especially from the people that we're trying to make room for this conversation to be for everybody. Yeah. But especially people that go to our <laughs> church, part of faith framework, I, I would ask for graciousness not to draw conclusions where we're just asking questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, we're, we're trying to have a societal level. It's nice that you say that. Most people don't do that anyway. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're saying it anyway. Right. We're going to say it anyways. Get, you get ticked off because it's like, yes. we're not trying uh, to. We, all three of us, I'm going to speak for all three of us, are fighting for life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from the very beginning, we are fighting for life. The mother's life, the baby's life. The mother's life, all. the baby's life, all. Yes. We, we, we all three you. are fighting for life. And Psalm 139, um, we're fearfully and wonderfully, and wonderfully made, made, knit together intimately in our mother's womb. And, and I believe that for the three of us, I believe that for every unborn child, I believe that for everybody listening. Interestingly, you know, you know Irwin McManus says that uh, uh, a leader that we follow a lot says that life does not begin at conception. It begins earlier in the imagination, imagination. of God. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> that would make birth control oh, a part of the problem. <laughs> so, well, no, he's, no, no, he's, he's actually against the Catholic view, but his yeah. whole idea was um, for every person um, that is conceived, yeah. You were physically conceived because you were first imagined, imagined, mm -hmm. and mentally conceived in the mind of Almighty God. Mm -hmm. And let that, uh, wherever you're at, listening or watching, breathe value into your soul. Right. Yeah. And 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 let that also bring. You know, um, we believe that God is a God that specializes in redemption. Mm -hmm. That that's the one of His brand marks. His yep. themes is. He takes the ugliest moments of our lives and has a way of not just healing, but actually bringing beauty yeah. and value and mm -hmm. using it. Yeah. And I just, for anybody listening, it, whether, you've had no, whether you've never had an abortion, thought about abortion, whether you're a guy, a girl, a man or a woman, or you've had 37 abortions, 
Um, or 210. Uh, or 210. We, we, the whole, the gospel means good news. And the good news of Jesus is no matter how dark your past, mm-hmm. it's not bigger than God's love and ability when we come to him um, and give our lives to him. Mm-hmm. I'm getting spiritual for a moment. But when we repent mm-hmm. um, of wrongs and we give our lives fully to God, our, all our broken pieces, all of our deepest regrets, all the most horrible scars that we've had done to us or that we've done to us right. can all find a beautiful tapestry in God's hands. And he has a way to, he can, there, there, David Crowder has that song, there is no, uh, earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. And um, we know that. And I've just seen too many redemption stories mm-hmm. of people that have been through this or worse. And, and we also don't know that every life that God imagined that has been aborted Mm-hmm. that God ultimately redeems with him for eternity. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, it yeah. doesn't mean it's, mm-hmm. in my mind, good, yeah. but it, that's part of that redemption story mm-hmm. is like how many of those 60-some million mm-hmm. lives that have been lost over the last 50 years mm-hmm. are are with him in eternity? And yeah. it was yeah. the life that he imagined, yeah. mm-hmm. even if it didn't get to live it. Yeah, right. here on Earth. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, that's a hopeful thing yeah. that I have yep, in me yep. about yeah. you know that's life, true. and so it is. Yeah, it is. E- eternity is a perspective that we don't let color our filter enough. Yeah, um, and uh, I mean, the cross is the picture that the darkest day um, can give way into a beautiful future. So, and so, wherever you're watching from. Uh, we just, and whatever you've been through, whatever you've done, however this conversation hits you or even upsets you, we're posturing love and grace your way. Yeah. And um, our heart is for all people. Our heart's yeah. for you. Um, whether you agree with us, disagree with us, even just we process, we've, we've not laid out conclusions. No, tried I, don't to have I don't think we really took a stride, don't, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm for life and I'm for people. Yeah. And we're in a messy situation mm. on a broken planet. A third platform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are we calling? There's nobody it? in it, but it's just yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like there's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of people. There's a lot of. I know. Yeah. It's too political. We can't get it right. to happen. I wish we could, but. Right. Um. Thank you. If you've uh, if you're still tuning in, yeah. If you're still here. Don't you don't on here, Morgan. Don't cancel us. Oh, but right. Yeah. yeah. Thank oh, you. We, to, we thought it would be important to have a woman's mm-hmm. perspective on here, and so thank you for coming yeah. and sharing your thoughts. It's not easy to have a conversation about this. No. So thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Absolutely. Next time you have another deep, you know, yeah. really Amber Heard either, or the, like every it's time. It's either Johnny Depp or Roby Wade. Johnny or Roby Wade, so, sorry. Yeah. The important things yeah, you know, right. that are happening. <laughs> I'm here for you. Cool. <laughs> well, we appreciate your mind and your perspective. Yeah. And uh, hope you have a good rest of the week. We'll see you next time. <laughs>